Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Amen. Dear friends in Christ, these things are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. Today's gospel lesson is all about how people come to be Christians, how they come to believe. Our gospel lesson begins with the evening of the very first Easter. We see the disciples all gathered together into one place. But what emotion are they feeling that first Easter evening? What's their behavior tell us about them? They're afraid. They feel fear. It's kind of odd, isn't it? I mean, that morning, Peter and John had sprinted off to the tomb. They saw that the stone had been rolled away. They saw the empty place where Christ's body had laid. They saw the grave clothes folded up, even the face cloth set apart from the others. They saw all of these things, and yet, they didn't believe. Or as John says it, they still didn't understand the Scripture. That's a first-person account from John himself. They didn't understand that Jesus had raised from the dead. And so they're still living in fear. They're still locked in. They still have the door barricaded to keep people out until they can figure out a way to escape and return to Galilee to hide the rest of their lives in fear. But then Jesus shows up. And Jesus calms those fears. How? He speaks his word, peace be with you. He shows them his side and his hands, his wounds from his crucifixion. Gaping holes where nails had pierced his hands, a jagged wound in his side where a spear had punctured his heart and lungs. And when the disciples hear Christ's word, they finally have peace. When they see his wounds, then they believe. How is it that wounds can give peace? It's kind of odd, isn't it? Don't wounds usually give us fear, trepidation, and uncertainty? Don't wounds oftentimes mean certain death? Can't words, even well-meaning words, leave us even more confused and afraid and terrified? Well, these are the wounds and words of Jesus. 
700 years before the first Easter, Isaiah wrote that Christ's wounds would heal us. Peter, the eyewitness of the living wounds of Jesus, quotes those words in his own epistle. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. John, the eyewitness, records for us in the book of the Revelation, calling Jesus a lamb who had been slain. The wounds of Jesus. Those wounds bring peace. And it's a peace that's not just for the apostles. It's for all the world. It's for you. And so it is that Jesus speaks his peace to the disciples a second time, saying, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, even so I am sending you. And then he breathes the breath of life upon them. Their faith is made alive. Their relationship with God is restored. The Holy Spirit is poured out upon them. The authority by which they may now as Christians go out and forgive the sins of the world, just as called ordained servants of Christ do in the divine service. <clears throat> in that action, we see what God wishes for the world. Forgiveness of sins earned by the wounds of Good Friday, declared by the words of Jesus to all the world. In those things, the wounds and words of Jesus, Christians are made. The church is called into existence and you are saved. Yes, this gift comes to you through the wounds and words of Jesus as well. The body that was wounded, well, from the altar you eat that body and you drink the blood that was shed in with and under bread and wine. The blood that poured from his side you drink the water that gushed forth from his side. You have been washed in, in the, wa the waters of holy baptism. And the word of Christ comes to you specifically each week in the divine service, in the hymns we sing, in the liturgy, in the declaration of the absolution, through the preaching of the word. God's word brings you Jesus. Through these means, the Lord's Supper, baptism, and the Word, the church of the resurrected Christ is called into existence. Fear is banished and peace is delivered. These gifts are given so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. And these gifts, they may even enter into the cold, closed, locked doors of your fearful hearts 
so that you may receive salvation free and clear from the Lord Jesus Christ. That brings us now to Thomas. Usually on this Sunday, Thomas gets a bad rap. As Pastor Poppy said at the beginning of the service, he's doubting Thomas. He refuses to believe unless he sticks his finger into the wounds of Jesus. Oftentimes, pastors preach this text by saying, Don't be like Thomas. Ha! Thomas, just like you and just like the others, cannot believe unless he comes into contact with the word of Jesus and the wounds of Jesus. Even Peter and John, as we already talked about, did not believe the resurrection until Jesus showed up and spoke and showed them what had happened. And so it is that Thomas was not with the others that first Easter. But when Christ shows up again eight days later, he gives Thomas the exact same treatment. Christ will not make Thomas a Christian by any other means than his words and his wounds. Because in those words and wounds, the gifts are given. Peace be with you, Christ says. See my hands and my side. Put your finger into the wound. Because by them, you have been healed. Look how your salvation has been won. And when Thomas hears Christ's word and comes into contact with his wounds, he confesses the truth. My Lord and my God, the wounds and words of Jesus again call a sinner into the Christian faith. Dear Christian, the same is true for you. The words and wounds of Jesus, that's why you believe. In this world, we have much fear. We're afraid whether we admit it or deny it. The world is overwhelming. Sin surrounds us, hurt, death, pain, sickness, isolation, suffering. Those things are everywhere, all the time. You lock yourself in. You harden your heart as Pharaoh did. You live for yourself. I have to take care of myself, my family. I have to protect them. It's up to me. I have to keep them safe and insulate them from the world. So we shut it out. And at times we separate ourselves from God's word. From the wounds of Christ. Trusting in our own ingenuity. Our own ability our own thoughts and deeds. 
We neglect God's gifts. We're just like Peter and John after seeing the open tomb. We're just like the others who have locked themselves in out of fear of sin. And maybe we're even like Thomas in the beginning, saying, I could never believe. You notice who does the action in that statement? I could never believe. By saying those things, we're confessing a misunderstanding of faith, as if faith were our work, as if we make ourselves believe, as if we could by our own reason or strength create in faith in our Lord Jesus Christ or come to him. But that's not the way things work, is it? It's the words and the wounds of Jesus that make us Christian. That's how our life is restored. When the words and wounds of Jesus come, everything changes, even for us. Peter and John, they have their sins forgiven. The twelve are sent to deliver God's word to the nations of the world, even to sinners like you and me. Thomas confesses the truth that Jesus is God and Lord just like you do. In the words and in the wounds of Jesus, you become Christian. Your sins are forgiven. You are made alive by the breath of God. You confess rightly. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ his Son, and in the Holy Spirit, the holy Christian church, and the communion of saints. You eat and drink the body and blood of Jesus, the food of heaven. You're baptized and washed in water and in the word. The Holy Spirit in these things comes to you, thaws your cold, sinful heart, and brings you out of yourself to serve and love your neighbor with the very same Christian love that Jesus shows to you. Fear not. Peace be with you. You're saved by the wounds of Jesus. So, Rather than say, don't be like doubting Thomas, let me tell you this on this morning. Be like Peter and John. Be like the nine others. Be like Thomas. 
Let the word and wounds of Jesus delivered to you by baptism, the supper, the absolution, and preaching, let those things kindle faith within you so that you may live a life of hope and compassion without fear. Be like the disciples and let the words and wounds of Jesus forgive all your sins. Let Christ be your Lord and in response to his gifts, confess the truth that Jesus is your Lord and your God. Dear Christians, God's peace be with you in the words and wounds of Jesus. And hear and trust. These things are given so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the very Son of God. In the name of Jesus, amen. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Amen.